What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today is Wednesday, August 5th. I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of Midweek Recap with me, Sebastian Ruiz, and Cassio. What's going on? Cassio, <laughs> how's your week going? We're doing all right. Uh, last week at the internship, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully we can finish this up strong and then move on to greater and bigger things, which is making money on a podcast and making money in the market. That's what we love to hear. And like we've been saying the past few episodes, guys, we got hella new content coming out. I mean, a gargantuan amount of new content when we get back to, you know, FSU, Tallahassee. We got a lot of ideas brainstorming right now on how to expand and, you know, reach more of you guys and help more of you guys out. So, uh, you know, keep keep in mind some new some new uh, content coming this fall for you guys. 100%. 100%. We're trying to keep it as real as possible. And, you know, with the Wednesdays, we usually come in and give you guys a little post-market or midweek recap with the stocks that we picked on Sunday. So that's what we're going to start off with today. And first pick that we have is Tricidia ticker symbol TCDA actually called her out on last Friday at 1338 ended up closing on Monday 1375 and then closed on Tuesday at 1426 actually hit a high of a nice 1398 so there was some nice plays in there that you could have made it was a nice dollar and a half gain maybe even two dollars depending on what you got in at I definitely like the swing on this stock I mean time we called it out it was super oversold and just considering how much it was before there's definitely room there i mean might be trading a little sideways in this range from like 12 to 15 probably for about a week but once it breaks out it's going to break out and run sebastian yeah tricidia did really i mean really well uh full green week right now at the moment and i mean you know i can't Got to, got to let you guys know that they still have a PDUFA date for August 22nd. So, you know, like Zach said, uh, this is, could be the start of the uptrend and then leading on to the breakout for the pre-anticipatory run for their drug yeah. that's due August 22nd. So, don't, you know, don't forget about that aspect of it. Exactly, because there's always a pre-anticipatory run for something like that. And obviously they had earnings today after hours, so they fluctuated a little bit but they weren't bad at all, just pretty much in line with what they expected. And, I mean, moving into the next stock, Sebastian, you want to tell them a little bit about the uh, other biofarm play we had? Yeah, I'd love to. So the other pick of the week was actually ticker NERV, Minerva Neurosciences. And, you know, these guys, their week has been pretty you know, positive as well, right now up 5.41%, so around $0.20. Cents. Uh, on Monday, if you were able to get in, it actually opened up very low, uh, three fifty one, and then ended, you know, kind of a neutral day, also at three fifty one. But then Tuesday and went today, it kind of continued this run that started in the three fifties and ended up reaching a high of, I believe, three ninety. Yep, three ninety uh, on August fourth, and then, uh, you know, has been steady in the three seventies and the three sixties. So I think it's a great uptrend, a great start. Uh, for Minerva, actually, if any of you guys were up on Monday, they did drop their earnings on Monday. Their expected earnings was 0.29 earnings per share, and they actually reported a 0.73 on their balance sheet, and that actually caused them pre-market to spike from 345 to 
$4.36 actually. And I was actually in on that, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to get out. I didn't have any trades. I had bought it you know, a little bit too early, and I couldn't take that quick profit. But if that's any sort of sign that this thing is starting to good uptrend, uh, you know, I don't know what else is. Exactly. And then even Monday, it really did spike from the close from Friday at 348, closed all the way at 369. So there was a nice swing there. And then Tuesday opened and ran all the way up to, what was that? Did you say 390? So it was a nice midweek swing there from the mid threes all the way to 390. Nice 40 cent per share. Take it and run with it. I mean, that's the thing about these stocks is that they're some of them are going to be quick swing trades. I mean, yeah, long-term, they might still have nice growth in them, solid fundamentals. But as far as just quick swing trading, you might as well take advantage of them when you can. Even if it's 40 cents a share, at least you're taking money off the table and your account's getting bigger every time. And I mean, it did pull back a little bit today, but nowhere near to what it shot up off of from when we called it out at, which means support's rising. We love that. And then, I mean, I guess we'll see where it goes the rest of this week because. I mean, it might continue to go up even higher after those earnings, which I wouldn't be surprised because it's pretty much at the same support that it found Monday after it ran a little bit, and then Tuesday even went a little higher. So, honestly, Sebastian, would you think there was a breakout here maybe coming in the future? I think there possibly is, and I just want to, you know, clarify something. I'll use a football metaphor. You know, a quick slant is like one of those plays that you cut in five yards, you catch it, and you run with the profit. You want you run straight up field. And you take it and you and you make a one to two day maximum for, for that stock. And then there are some where you just gotta run to the end zone, but you gotta track it. You gotta make sure that, you know, when it's when you're open, you catch it and then you run with it. So those are it's it's two different types of plays for this. There was a great swing midweek, great, great start of an uptrend. So here we're thinking, okay, we know where the pre COVID numbers were at. We know what they're doing. This thing has an upside potential. So I think that this, you know, with any great PR, and I really think with that PED UFA date coming up, August 22nd, might be the day to send in a check for this one. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing about those pre-anticipatory runs, too. You never know what they can get to before they even come out and say whether or not it's approved or not. But we're going to be moving on to the third play from the week, and that is Coty, C-O-T-Y. Oh, Coty. did we like Coty, boys. Yeah, this is been old reliable, old reliable for the boys. Called her out before. She had a nice run up before when we called her out, and then of course this time again, sells off at. I hope no one bought pre market because oh my, was the was the spot to get in at right at Monday morning, hit the lowest three fifty three. Practically should have hit a diving board into the middle of that one if you don't want me to be honest with you, but I mean. (laughs) She ran right when she found that bottom, which I'm not even going to lie to you, that was bottom. And she hit like 20, 23 on the RSI. So, I mean, bottom for sure. Hit a nice uptrend to the end of the day, all the way up to 370, kind of close to, I think, like 368. Monday, again, hit a little dropper down to 360 at open, which it seems like that's what she likes to do, drop a little bit at open and then take off. Took off again Tuesday all the way up to 390, ended up closing around 380. And then today again's up again, closed at 395. It's down five cents right now after hours, but who knows where it will be tomorrow, my open. I mean, we know that she likes to sell off a little bit at open, but I mean, the uptrend has started. We love to see it. Maybe now is when people might start going into it more because I swear a lot of people like to see that price strength in these stocks and what people just saw from this recent three day in a row uptrend. 
is that there is a nice strong support in the 350. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it at least continued a little bit. I mean, psychologically, these stocks just really like round numbers. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it at least hit four and then maybe it's going to bounce off four. If it breaks through four, we'll see what happens there. Maybe it goes for the four fifties, but I mean, what are you thinking on it, Sebastian? I think Koji's a stock with great potential, obviously, with some great partnerships and connections, great money coming in, great market. So, you know, this is, I mean, first time we called it out a little bit earlier, I think around the fives, and I think it has no, it's been, it's been there and it has no problem going back there. Exactly. Just got to break down a few walls and then it'll be on our way. Exactly. Because as as the economy opens up a little bit more too, this is going to be one of those sectors. I mean, this stock is, underperforming the S&P 500 like tremendously. So this really kind of does depend on the whole economy opening up in general, Coty, but there's still going to be those every once in a while swings from a low to a high and then finding support and resistance. It might not break out huge, like 25, 30% a day, unless something really good comes out on this stock financially, just because how hard this whole sector really has been hit by the pandemic but i mean as far as a future term the future stock growth goes i mean this was like buy buying cody right now is like buying oil when it was in the negatives so i mean it's honestly a steal long term i mean you know the acquisitions with kylie and kim k that they've got since COVID started so i mean as far as post-covid growth goes this thing's going to be booming especially it's probably going to be passing those pre-covid levels of above ten dollars a share so i just want to throw that out too yeah and you know i think that'll be a great segue into our actually we're doing something a little different this wednesday we are actually instead of you know we usually give you guys a bonus stock of the week something late that you can see if you can make any money on uh this week we're actually doing three three uh three pick throwback so we're actually picking three old picks uh recapping on them revisiting them and seeing if we can get great entries like we've said before on this podcast, these are not bad plays. These are not garbage pumping dub. And so, um, you know, they're always great companies that you guys can continue to invest. And I think I'll start that off right now with our first one, the Digital Ally. Now, you remember these guys. Um, they're You should do their motto. Yeah, I might have to. They need a little more advertising. I mean, they've already got yeah. some PR, but let's get a little more, eh? Yeah, we'll, we'll go over the PR. They're doing a lot of things uh, with policing, uh, obviously, with a lot of the, you know, protests and riots going on and, you know, a lot of things going on in terms of law enforcement, uh, events, uh, people upset. Digital allies coming out with you know, camera systems uh, for law enforcement to, you know, hold those people a little bit you know, more accountable and just be able to see what's going on a little more in depth. Also, they're doing a lot of uh, spikes in terms of their thermal temperature screening, Thermaview. Uh, they got 500 units ordered for that. So they're just really being advanced and stepping up their game in terms of, you know, their technology and being that accessible uh, to outside, you know, law enforcement or whoever may need it. Um, so, you know, she's right now, she ran, the first run that she had was to seven. And so that ended and concluded, actually, was that was the high there? Yeah, 710 was the high there on that first run on June 9th. 
And then it's really been trading sideways. Took a big bump from support at 260, uh, hit 380, and then has kind of been trading very steadily in the threes. Um, she's had a great week this week, up 4%, um, you know, up 13, 13 cents. You know that the stock isn't on the downtrend. It is on the uptrend. Uh, right now sitting at 328, and, I mean, Digital Ally is just a very reliable company that I think has a great future ahead for it. Yeah, and a great thing that came out on this company actually on July 29th is they announced a new subscription. And every time you hear that word, Netflix, Amazon Prime, subscription is a big word because that's recurrent payments, not one time, recurrent. So, I mean, they're going to have a new type of in-car camera system that is giving them full HD because, I mean, right now what's going on with all these things, I mean, we really don't know what's really going on in some of these cases where cops are getting into physical altercations with their detainees so as far as really getting video evidence of what was going on from not only an in-car perspective but also a body cam on the officer perspective in full hd which a lot of law enforcement agencies have had lack of funding in order to be paid for recently now it's almost going to be a necessary thing so i wouldn't be surprised if this was automatically incorporated into almost every single law enforcement agency across the country just because of how in dire need really this whole, um, what is it, getting evidence with the body camera is really for this company. And I mean, with a subscription program, she's already been getting lots of orders coming in from a bunch of people. And not only that, even getting orders for that ThermoVu, their uh, temperature screening instrument, also getting orders for that as well and on top of their body cam. So, I mean, what we see right now is that it's gone up the last few days. It bounced really strong off that three support after coming up from the 260s after that one press release where they got a little bit more comp, uh, they got a $12.1 million government contract for the body cameras. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a little more down the line as well, but definitely gonna try to retest this 443 high that it hit over here on uh, July 15th. So I would not be surprised at all if it did that. And I think it's just now started the uptrend to do so, but will it, break out above 443 we don't know yet but for sure that's why we're reiterating it right now it is on the uptrend back to that previous high that it hit support has obviously risen from what it came up with before the government contract so a lot of people are holding the stock obviously it's on the uptrend today was a down day which was a great day to get in but who knows what happens tomorrow there might be a little entry point as well maybe a little lower in the threes and then a nice run probably for the rest of the week and next week for sure yeah, I think that'll right. segue. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go for it. Okay, I'll go for it. Yeah, so we got the next one on here, which was actually our last week pick, the second one, a reiteration. It was Rignet. And I mean, it was kind of unfortunate for when we called her out because, yes, she might have run a little bit on Monday, but really the rest of the week kind of sold off. But this week has been doing a little bit differently on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Monday was kind of sideways. Tuesday hit pretty low, actually, at 232 was the low since it's been dropping, or 231 was on last Friday, but hit 232 on Tuesday, which was some great entry points. And then today ran pretty nice, 8.79%, up 21 cents. And I think the main reason why it's doing that is it's actually coming out with their earnings tomorrow after hours. And then also having their investor call Friday at 11.30 a.m. 
which is huge considering they really haven't gone into depth on their whole new contract with the government as far as cybersecurity goes, as well as working with a, another company that's 200 plus dollars a share, CACI. So this might, and it's a potential 20 year deal, by the way, with the US government cybersecurity 20 year deal, that screams dollar sign. So that's when investors like, I feel like the support's already gone up huge from when we called it out before. It, that we kind of called it out when it was r right after it ran huge. And I think, you want me to be honest, that the high on that was actually $4. So this, as well as Digital Ally, we're both kind of seeing them. I mean, it just curled above the nine day SMA all day today. So it's kind of been running up recently. I found a nice support yesterday at 232 and it bounced off it hard. And now with the investor call coming Friday, the earnings coming tomorrow after hours, I think with a little more insight on these contracts, we might see this thing test four. I mean, I don't even want to say might. I mean, I think I know it'll test four at this point, just because how many more people are holding it from before. What do you think, Master? No, I mean, really the key for this stock to really start be up and up and really get moving at this at the pace and at the you know the speed we would like it is is you know those those terms being spoken about on the investor call and a and a good good solid earnings report that would really send this thing on you know on a hot on a hot track down you know down to find highs and you know really the earnings tomorrow is just the, the spark and then the investor call to be the rocket ship in the next week. So I'm feeling exactly. really hopeful about RigNet. And also I'm really feeling hopeful about this third pick of the week, another reiteration we'll go into, and that's ticker UAVS, uh, the AG, your Eagle Aerial Systems. And you guys remember these guys, um, you know, they are the company that had their drone manufacturing plant in Wichita, conveniently in the same town in the same state as where Amazon was building their drone testing plant in Wichita. Uh, pretty random, maybe a coincidence, but these guys had a, a rumor back a little bit back before, a few months ago, that they were going to do a potential collaboration. And then they took a big rocket ship, rode it all the way up to almost 4, 392, and they found really, really solid support in uh, the mid-twos. And it's really been it's really been great to see because I mean we we see that these people are actually holding for this company and being hopeful in the future of you know drone delivery. Um, I know it's not the main thing that they do, but Workhorse also does things with drones. And I mean, you see how they they've been ripping it up. Uh, it seems like things with drones associated are are finding a lot of benefit in today's market, especially those new coming tech stocks. So. I mean, this week it's been having a great week, up 14%, 40 cents, uh, kind of sideways Monday through Tuesday, and then Wednesday, uh, or actually, yeah, sorry, so Monday was pretty solid, and then Tuesday, Wednesday went up, and today went up another 12 cents, up after hours. So, I mean, with the volume, it's getting almost 14 million volume. Uh, these guys are really due for something really nice to come out on them. And I'm hopeful because, you know, these guys have a great future ahead of them, hopefully. Um, if they are with Amazon, it could be really big, uh, as well as they also had a $10 million registered offering at 330 a share, which you might be like, oh, their offering is higher than the current stock price. That's usually an indicator for us. Okay, let's get in this thing and see where, where it really wants to take us, as well as they have a direct offering and they're going to be filing an 8K. 
that supposedly is going to actually, um, you know, show the true price of the offering. Um, we'll see how that affects the stock, uh, but it's a 9.9 .9 million equity financing. So uh, they're up 10% since the news. And um, yeah, they actually selected Kansas as a site for their new least manufacturing facility. So, I mean, what do you think, Zach? What, what could really send this thing over the border? Yeah, I mean, Monday really did kind of trade sideways. And then these last two days, they've had two big news come out. They gave a little bit more details on to, on um, on Tuesday about their actual manufacturing facility in Wichita, Kansas. And then today they announced that $10 million registered direct offering to one specific institutional investor for, I think it's almost 3 million, 300, like almost 3 million something shares at 330 a share which is gonna be huge because why would an institution spend almost $9 million on an investment to make no money? If it's below 330 right now, which is what they're buying the shares for, why would we want not wanna take opportunity on a stock that's below their price that they're paying it for when they're not gonna make, I mean, UABs is obviously gonna make them, they're making them a verbal commitment probably behind closed doors that, this stock is not going to be below 330 in, in the near future. They probably have a lot of things on their hands that they just haven't come out with yet. They, I think they did a great job by waiting for the stock to kind of find nice support before coming out with a nice, with a 10 million offering like this. Cause I mean, there's, we've seen, I've seen 1.2 million, I've seen 4 million, 5 million offerings. I mean, that even hurts the price. This price actually, up the price i was actually watching it when they came out with the news and then it got halted for like 15 minutes and actually after it unhalted shot all the way from like 315 to 340. so i mean everyone probably was thinking the same thing oh my gosh they're doing an offering at 330 and it's less than 330 a share right now let's get in it and hold and that's probably exactly what everyone is doing i mean i know for sure that's what i did today is i got in because i was like all right it's below 330 a share why not make a nice play on this and just even if i have to wait a few days maybe three or four days for it to really kick up and running i mean i know it's going to be above that offering price every single time i see one of these offering prices like this i always see the stock break it at least once before coming back down and it has not broke that i mean yeah it broke it immediately after the news came out but that's just that's the market reacting to it i mean it's going to come back again that's when it's going to be even better than it was the first time. I think, honestly, it's going to try to test new highs after it came out with this. Because, I mean, if an institution's investing $10 million on this, that's a great sign for investors, especially long-term holders. So, I mean, and then always with that rumor on the Amazon warehouse, what are the odds Amazon gets a new manufacturing assembly warehouse in the same place that they put their Wichita, Kansas drone manufacturing facility? I mean... Even with this offering, they came out and said, this $10 million we are using explicitly just for or gaining and making our commitments to those key initiatives they wanted to make sure happen. And they want to become successful with those key initiatives, which is upgrading their drone manufacturing capabilities, like getting that real connection with a major e-commerce company, which is probably going to happen considering they're that close to Amazon. I mean, 
this kind of happened with microvision when it was sitting around 60, 70 cents a share. And they were just kind of rumors about whether or not they were going to get bought out by Microsoft or not yet. They still have yet to get bought out by Microsoft, like for real, like it's not come out in a real press release yet. And they even ran 350% of us. So what are the odds this one doesn't do the same is my question. They can't, and especially with that offering today, 330 a share, 330 a share, less than 330 a share right now. They announced that they're going their corporate update to, for their earnings August 18th. All great things coming out on this company. Would not be surprised for it to try to retest that 392 high hit a few weeks ago. And I mean, I, we had to reiterate all three because almost all three of these are trading in the same pattern, trying to hit those previous highs. We've seen so many other stocks do it recently. They're gapping up right to hit those previous highs. I mean, I, I just, we gotta reiterate them guys. I mean, like we said though, it is all of our due diligence. We're not legal stock advisors. I mean, so you gotta do all your own due diligence as well. You wanna make sure that you really feel as comfortable about these plays as we do, or else you're gonna be sitting there with your hands shaking. Like you really gotta make sure that you do your own research to feel as comfortable that we do when we're making our trade because that's a huge part of this in, in trading yeah exactly and you also have to distinguish if you're a trader or if you're an investor and i think that's something that one a person that dabbles in the market should have clear if you're a trader you're not holding a position for longer than a week then you're an investor i mean there's two different types of people like either you're trying to take quick profits or you think this company is going to do well. And if you do, you got to be patient and just let it and put it to the side. But if you're, if you want to take those steps and make your way up the staircase and, and you're a trader and, and you just have to know, distinguish each trade from each trade. So um, I think, you know, obviously um, making money is a great thing, but being smart with it and knowing what time is good to be in and being comfortable getting into those positions being familiar with the market and knowing the market and reading it and and be, having that confidence in, in one's own self is is a great skill to have so um i want to thank you guys for checking in the break room uh, obviously appreciate all the support uh so go clock back in and we'll catch you guys on the next episode peace peace